One of the things I love about this study is the practicalization of faith. In other words, God bringing faith to us in the practicums of life, not just believing for things, but how to handle your emotions, how to handle bitterness by faith. You see? Otherwise, you will not think that if you suffer a reversal or if there's something that tries to create bitterness in your life, you won't think that you need faith. Amen. But that's when you need faith. Amen. Amen. You have to believe God that what he said before the bitter pill came is the same thing he's saying now. God does not change with every little occurrence. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You need faith when you are disappointed. Yes, you need faith. You need to believe. <laughs> you know, when the children of Israel were waiting for deliverance from God, he didn't come two days later. Even he went past the prophecy. The prophecy said 400 years. He came at 430. 30 years is not 30 minutes. Amen. So I remember the testament I gave years ago when we were doing the shirt factory in Nigeria. How everything was so lined up and I had even given up any thought about going to college. I was working for television in ministry at such a level in those days, in the 70s, when the world was still in the dark and we were doing stadium crusades then and uh, floating 100,000 posters and handbills. Who had ever heard of such things in those days in Nigeria? We were way ahead of time. And at the last minute, that shirt factory failed. And we were depressed. And, and I told you, every time I'll go to pray, this demon will come and say, well, how do you know God is there? After all, that thing failed. Because Satan cannot torment you, except he has a base of unbelief in you. If my strength and maturity was in where it should have been at the time, that demon would not have been able to torment me. A lot of the noise Satan is making in your ears is because of the condition of your meditation. If your meditations are strong and accurate, founded in the word of God, you will have nothing to say. So when you hear him talking, don't worry about the noise. Check your heart. Hallelujah. I just preached a bullet from heaven tonight. You see? You, you, you just need to say, okay, Lord, obviously, these things I'm hearing is a signal to me that my heart is not perfect. Amen. 
That demon couldn't have been tormenting me if I was in the right place. Every time I go to pray, he would just come and drain all life from me. So, you start in this warfare by doing what you know to do. What did I know to do? Fast and pray. If all else fails, <laughs> I started fasting and praying and asking God to help me defeat this thing. So, because the moment you position in humility, then God will hear you, regardless of what your issues are. So that's when I discovered that it was because when the thing failed, I didn't accept it as the will of God. Instead, I got upset. And that opened the door for the devil to attack me. That's why I said you have to, you have to, you have to fight to keep your heart. In him, there is no darkness at all. Excuse me. So when you don't understand, you must worship God. <laughs> all right, so, so when I came back to my senses and humbled myself, that's when God came to me while I was on my knees praying. He said, okay, next time when that spirit comes to tell you or ask you, how do you know God is there? After all, that thing failed. He said, tell the spirit, I know that God is there because you are here. <laughs> because it's God that created you that's messing with me. And I waited for the devil. Now I am armed and dangerous. <laughs> and when he came, while I was praying, because he didn't have any sin, he came while I was praying, and he said that thing, and I shot back with the bullet God gave me. Boom, that was it till today. Praise God. He took off and ran. So, when the enemy is assailing your mind, know that he's exploiting an imperfect heart. If your heart is perfect with God, he will have no room. When he came to Jesus and said, if you are the son of God, there was no imperfection. There's no doubt. Just because I'm hungry in the wilderness doesn't change a thing. I'm not going to cause these stones to become bread because you said so. I will only do it because my father commands me to do it. Amen. <laughs> okay, so the spirit took flight. Six months later, I got a, a letter. In those days, of course, if it was today, it would have happened very quickly. But in those days, there were no emails, no text messages. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> None of these things existed. If you go dig up the people that died from the grave, they wouldn't know what we're talking about. All right. I saw a report years ago. These guys were kidnapped, and they looked for them for years. They were hidden somewhere in Cambodia, in some bush. And finally, when they were rescued, they hadn't seen a cell phone. They didn't know what it was. <laughs> but because we all were free men, and we grew up with the technology, so now everything seems so normal, and everybody's going. But a few years ago, just a cell phone was a huge thing in your car. Yeah. If, 
It was a, it was a major installation. Amen. Hallelujah. I remember when my pastor installed a cell phone in his Mercedes. It was $2,500. And this big box. <laughs> now we have it everywhere. <laughs> All right, so six months later, I get this letter from my brother. He was praising God even on the outside of the letter. Not just what he wrote inside, but on the envelope. He was saying, praise be to God. So when I opened the letter, I discovered that he was rejoicing and thanking God that the thing failed. Hey, that's why I told you that faith for me is not a scripture. It's, it's through the years of all the rough and tumble, seeing the word of God pan out. You settle, hallelujah. Even when things start shaking, you know he is not shaking. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. <laughs> See now, in those days, if you cut a material and, and you take it to a tailor to make a shirt for you, money was so powerful in those days. It was five dollars or five bucks. At that time, one Nigerian naira was a dollar eighty cents in the U.S. Nigerian money was even stronger. Now it is almost it's nine hundred and something naira to one dollar. Anyway, <laughs> so these people bribed their way through. I'm brought shiploads of shirts made in Taiwan and all these places. And it, it flooded the market. And hawkers were everywhere carrying, you know, ready-made shirts and hawking it for five, five bucks. And drove everybody that was in business making shirts out of business. And our God, who loved us but didn't explain, protected us from the scourge to come. And we went from depression to praise. See? <laughs> That's what I keep telling people. Faith for you should not be based on circumstance. No, it's on who he is. And if you allow Satan to touch who he is in your heart, then you become fresh meat for them. They will pound you into killing yourself. Not just depression, suicide. They will be flooding your thoughts with unbelieving thoughts and craziness. Your faith should stand strong. Well, now, <laughs> why did David say, I've been, he says, I've been young. Now, watch. Watch now. He said, I have never seen the righteous. You, you should check out Amplified Bible so you can see the nuance and the power of the text. I have never seen the uncompromisingly righteous. It's not that things happened and they, they, they flicked out on God and came back. 
No, they stayed the course. He said, I've never seen them forsake you. Where God abandons them and leaves them with no help. That's not possible. He said, I haven't even, and I've never seen their seed begging for bread. So I don't know where the old church got poverty from as being from God, you know. He says, even their children will not lack sustenance. It's a generational blessing. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. A generational blessing. So, God designed this kingdom that we'll all continue to learn of him as you go through the processes of life. Times of plenty. Look at Paul wrote to the Philippians. What did he say? I know how to abase. I know how to abound. I know how to enjoy plenty. I also know how to suffer need. In everything, whether it's up and down, I've been instructed. Hallelujah. Your faith has to be total. Not just on the breakthrough. But when it seems like there's no breakthrough, I still believe. You believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Hallelujah. Glory to God. (laughs) Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. That's the heritage of faith. All right, so <clears throat> these lessons are very important. One of the things I, I, I love about God is when he tells his own story, he doesn't tell you just the good part. He tells you everything, the good, the bad. <laughs> there are no sanitized versions. So... All that went on in David's house, he put it all there. All that went on in Abraham's house, he put it on there. Amen. I mean, if you have the, the testimony from God that you're a man after God's heart, and then your family is in shambles, you know, one son kills another, one brother rapes his sister, your son, you know, engineers a coup, and dies in the process. The place is chaotic. I mean, that's what TDJ said some years ago. It's like he doesn't understand why people are watching uh, soap operas. Just read the Bible. He said the whole thing is there. <laughs> it's, all, it's all in there. <laughs> anyway. But yet, God said David was a man. So... Don't think that because God loves you and has favor on you that he's not going to allow these satanic challenges. David was a man after God's heart, but he was a terrible parent. But usually that's the downside of polygamy because you don't have time trying to run a nation and then keep up with all these kids. And with their mama's dramas. So he couldn't keep up with all of that, so he just stayed worshiping God. (laughs) 
Yeah. All right, so let's go to one of them dramas. <laughs> Genesis 21. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. And the Lord visited Sarah. It didn't matter what has happened for 25 years. He still kept what he said. How many of you believe God will keep what he said? All right. How many of you know God will keep what he said? But you have to have courage to go through all the seasons that are attached to it. He will still answer as he said. Because Hagar would not have been possible if uh, Sarah did not engineer Hagar. No, if Sarah believed what God said, the world was trying to say. All right, now watch. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. May the Lord do unto you as he has spoken. May the Lord do to Nigeria as he has spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age. At the set time. See, he don't tell you. But in God, there is a set time. And when that set time comes, it will be like the power of evil that seems so all-encompassing. All of a sudden, they, 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 they're like bum fools. They can't get it together. Amen. That's what I was telling you. Suddenly, I started making utterances like, you know, these liberals don't have any power. When they had, it's like they had ultimate power. If you say anything against them, you'll be shut down. You are cut down. You, I mean, it's like they are taking over America. But when the signal started coming to me from God, hey, we can run over these people. Yeah. Then we started making decrees. Look at how quickly they're. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I am believing God for is for sons of God to show up in Nigeria. We have massive ministries. We got money, airplanes, everything, but then no sons of God. Nobody can tell you, thou sayeth the Lord. And you've got a million, two million people following you. Every time I run into a Nigerian preacher, I say, What is God saying? And they're looking at me. What is God saying? I'm in America, I can tell you what God is saying about where I'm at, and I'm acting on it. Eh? And it's working that blind man can see. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, they did a good job on the voice of resurrection this morning because they showed the service when we came from Glory Fall, and I was talking about the gay, gay flag and all that. Uh-huh. And I was remembering where I was. The covenant says... <laughs> That God resists the, the proud. proud. Yes. yes. Amen. And I want to add that to this Hallelujah. decree. Amen. 
that God will resist them in every realm, spiritually, emotionally, financially, organizationally, in every way, they shall be resisted. When I was making that decree, and I pointed to the gay flag hanging across from the Capitol, I said, you must change that flag or you cease to exist. And now, without a campaign, I didn't go join ACLJ or somebody, and then we mobilize Christians and we start protesting, you know, to change the gay flag. No, I just made a decree. And it was like the demons controlling them alerted them that a decree has been made in the realm of the spirit that you need to change your flag or you will cease. <laughs> and they look up, and Disney lost $900 million. I didn't say Naira. Dollars. That's almost a billion. And I told you we were in Tallahassee, Florida, and I saw these two lions charge at me. <clears throat> like they're about to eat me. I said, Lord, who are these? He said, these are the Disney devils that you have just agitated. I said, okay, if there are devils, then there's no, no issue. Amen. <laughs> because I thought it was for real. Have you ever seen a lion? <laughs> Ooh, just the noise alone will make you pee in your pants. <laughs> and I chased them away. And you saw what happened. The state of Florida just got up and cut Disney down. Or what? Is it not Disney? Yeah. All right. They revoked their special tax exempt status, put them in with everybody. That means, that means things started changing. Target almost went bankrupt. <laughs> hey, glory to God. God is on the throne, beloved. <laughs> There is a set time in God. <laughs> Beloved, these are precious messages giving us insights about how a journey of faith is configured in God. There's a set time for your breakthrough. There's a set time for your miracle. And in between that set time and where you are, there could be all kinds of twists and turns, but God will show up just as he said. Think about it. For 17 years I was sick. There was no inkling that there, was, there will ever be an end in sight. There were so many dangerous things were even ordered by my father. Some I've talked about to my congregation, but I will not go there. But I remember him even saying that my sister, and both of us were the sickly ones, that when she was born, that his father appeared to him and said, this one, mm -mm. hey, you can't handle such deep rejection. And I kept trying to minister to my sister and teach her faith. She wouldn't listen to me. She was practicing her religion. 
She died in the room. Discovered four days after her death. I pulled out of it by faith. Hey, beloved. <laughs> uh, it was so bleak. God wasn't saying anything. People pray and pray and pray and pray. And they, one, one guy, it's not just him, but his entire ministry team, after a while they said, listen, we've prayed all we know how to pray. Everything we pray for you is now on the shelf. God will answer when he gets ready. And they moved on. <laughs> but one day, he showed up. Don't kill yourself. Don't do something stupid. Don't go back to the world. Don't let Satan destroy your life. Don't start taking cocaine or smoking. No. Wait. <laughs> David said, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Beloved, all you have is your faith. Don't let it go. Hold on to it. Hold on to it. It will pay off. The Bible says that the trying of your faith is more precious to God than gold. There is nothing as precious to God than your faith going through the fire. I'm making it. <laughs> he will roll out the red carpet for you. There's nothing God will not do for you. These messages are something. I pray you receive it. Follow my faith. Follow my faith in sowing seed. Follow my faith in standing for God in America. Follow my faith. You will find yourself in a realm. Very few people have ever tapped into. 770-994-3777. Call for prayer today. He will answer. He's faithful. He answered Sarah at the set time. They waited for Isaac for 25 years. They watched their body rot. Hey, it's incredible. Don't let your faith go. Let this Broadcast this morning be a revolution in your life. May you gut Satan and every devil lying to you. May the bigness of God, the majesty of God, his mightiness, his incredible power, may he appear to you. Until you bring it down to where you live, in your daily grind, your faith is worthless. If it's just to shout in church and nothing else. But you need to go into your boring world, into your difficult routine. Yes. And your faith works there. That's when you win. We love you, beloved. We keep teaching this word. You got to go. Be blessed today. Until you believe what I'm telling you and put a seat down, you got all the information there. You won't connect with resurrection grace. Don't do this by name and fame. Do this by fruit. You will not remain the same in Jesus' mighty name. Don't forget Thanksgiving service. Plan to join us that morning. Come with your family. Come to the altar. Give God a worthy offering. Ask him what you should give. You will see a change, a miraculous change in your year. If nothing else, God will put a shield of protection over your children, even the rebellious ones. Nothing will happen to them.
is his covenant. We love you. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.